This time on Holy Ghost Notes. Matt has flipped me off a few times already today. And who's that guy? Just Usher. No big deal. It was one of those killer bees. Yeah, I have a question. You know what? I have the answer. Hello and welcome to Holy Ghost Notes. This is Matt and Tim. Yo. What's going on? What's good, man? Not too much. Just enjoying life at home and hot, hot weather. We just got done baling straw on the farm last week. It was 94 degrees, felt like 107. Mm -hmm. I actually really enjoyed it. I know that sounds strange, but I was able to work with my dad, my two brothers. We woke up early, started around seven, finished around five, bailed around 750 bales. Wow. And you know you're working on wheat straw when it is the hottest day of the year because for whatever reason, that's just how it goes. I don't mm. know why. Yeah. So I'm sort of recovering from that, you know? Yeah. When you put in a long, hard day's work and it takes a couple of days to get back to like, okay, now I feel normal again. I can wake up and not feel like I'm sore all over. My, mm. my hands don't have straw splinters in them. <laughs> I was just um, going to say. You yeah. have those rug bur- or those brush burns on on your arms and on your hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the heck happened to me? Oh yeah, I was bailing hay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but I was saying before this episode, before we went live, um, I got stung, mm. and um, it was a weird thing because I was wearing leather gloves. Really? Yeah, I got stung through my glove, and. I was so like thrown off by the fact that I was wearing gloves and got stung that I just stood there for a little bit. I'm like, why does my finger hurt? <laughs> it's like, it's just, that's a very uh, distinguished sting feeling, burn. Yeah. It's just like, you know when you got stung, but there's no way I could have gotten stung. It was Put one of those killer glove. bees. It was one of those killer bees. You're <laughs> I exactly bet. exactly right. It was. Was it really? It was. <laughs> so I'm allergic to bee stings. Oh boy. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I have an EpiPen, and I was ready to use it. Anyway, it's on an unfortunate finger. (laughs) It is. Needless to say, Matt has flipped me off a few times already today. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm sorry. I really was not trying to do that. I just was trying to show you where I got stung. And it's just, like I said, it's... It just happened to be every time I said something you didn't like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's this finger and it's still swollen. Yeah, yeah. So man, that's just crazy. Such a, a little crazy, bee man. and it's just throwing me off. So um yeah, things are things are going well between the the work on the farm, getting mm. stung by bees and um doing a lot of work for my website. It's been really good. Yeah. Let's plug your website real quick. com. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check it out right now cuz it is Super cool, especially for all you drummers. Um, there is content on there that you will not get anywhere else. And uh, right now it's 10 bucks a month, which is... Um, I'm not trying to be all salesy on you guys right now. I'm just telling you because it's only going to be 10 bucks a month for a little while longer. And uh, it is value pa- a value-packed $10 a month. Uh, Thank you. Trust me. I appreciate yeah. that. Hey, man. Thank you very much. I really like putting work into it. I don't do it for the money. It's just enough to start to eat into the the debt, the investment. Mm -hmm. But 
I just I like it because it forces me to continue working at drumming and getting better and upping my game. Like I'm the kind of person that needs the pressure. Much like we record these podcasts in the 11th hour, I need the pressure of having something to make me better, to make me really show up and do my best. And mm-hmm. that's what this website's done for me. The most value that I could get out of something is how does it benefit what I love to do the most in life? And that happens to be playing drums. So mm-hmm. honestly, it's just great. It's it's similar to Holy Ghost Notes, I think, for you and that you put a lot of time into um, producing these episodes and connecting all the dots. And obviously, it's not something you're doing for any other reason than you just love people. Mm-hmm. You love these conversations and the overall mission of, of just creating uh, a culture where we can mm-hmm. talk about things that you love, drums, and God. So yeah, um, I would plug I would plug Holy Ghost Notes for you, but it feels a little <laughs> weird because we're I'm already part of it. In, an, in a yeah in a, in a Holy Ghost Notes <laughs> episode. It is funny though how, oh, that's how yeah <laughs> it's funny how many uh, checks like check marks or boxes this podcast checks off that I never thought it would. You know, it, it was kind of something we started off just wanting to try. Um, like, let's see how this goes. We'll record our conversations that we're having with each other anyway. Uh, what could yeah. it hurt? And it's become something, you know, it, it hits a creative spot for me, um, both on like the mixing and, uh, you know, I've learned a lot through it, you know, about how podcasts work and how, uh, you know, building a community works, which is something that we tried to do back in uh 2010 and failed miserably <laughs> um <laughs> uh, we'll go into that sometime brick by brick hashtag brick by brick um but uh yeah it, it, it hits a lot of boxes for me you know it's it's good conversation it's uh you know um i'm learning about drums i'm learning about my faith um because i'm forced to think about these things and uh but then it just you know it, yeah it hits that whole creative side that is uh often lacking for me um, with how busy busy life can be, so you know, mm-hmm. making this uh, podcast it's it's important and um, it's fun. So yeah, absolutely. And yeah. today is a perfect episode to yep. um, sort of complement all of those factors. Having Aaron Spears on, we had a great time talking to Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's a he's a terrific person. Really honored he came on our show. Yeah, it really was an honor and. Uh, we didn't know it was going to happen until late last night, but uh, but we made it happen <laughs> in the eleventh hour, as per usual. And uh, <laughs> it's a really good one for you guys. It was um, there's I was telling uh, the inner circle uh, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of gems in this one. Um, so really listen closely to what Aaron has to say, and um, you know take to heart what he has to say because uh, he's talking from experience and uh, he's talking from uh, a place of humility, which for me, is uh, an indication that you should trust somebody. When they're being humble um, and they're giving you advice that you're asking for, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, take that to heart and really, uh, really try to learn. Um, and he's got a lot of that in this, in this interview. So, yeah, man. He, I really hope that he starts to um, build his educational side of his website out. Mm-hmm. I know he's been talking about it for a while, but I would love to to learn from him. Me too. Um, and I know a lot of other drummers would too. So hopefully this episode can be a, a launching pad for him to do that. I think that after this episode, 
uh, is heard by enough people, he might he might feel enough incentive and just like positive push to be like, okay, I think I, I think I could do this. I think I should do this. And so if you yeah. listen to this and you really like what he has to say and you, you like his playing and you feel like you could learn from him, um, make sure to support him, you know, head over, um, to his Instagram, which we mentioned, um, in the episode at Aaron Spears and, uh, comment on his YouTube videos and just, just show him some support that way. Because, um, I don't think it's necessarily in his nature to, put content out there about himself all the time he's not the kind of person that is only ever thinking about himself and how he can benefit from social media and from relationships I think he his general mindset is how can I play drums for the band's um, benefit Mm -hmm. and he that sort of transcends into every area of his life it's like yeah how can I be my best so that the general entity and overall view can 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 be even greater. Yeah. Um, so I think we can help him. We can help him see that, you know what? You have a lot to offer here. I would love if you would do something like this and start to introduce educational videos and just, just content on AaronSpears.com. Yep. Yep. And we plug it at the end of the, uh, the interview, but um, definitely go reach out to him and say that exact thing. Hey, I want to learn from you. <laughs> How do I sign up for your educational website? <laughs> That's not, in existence yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> sign me up pre-order it <laughs> yeah it's good yeah, he's a special guy so we really hope you guys enjoy this um make sure to take to heart some of the some of the like tim said some of the those those golden moments where um he, he says something that might just kind of go over your head at first just take a minute to think about how um you could integrate some of these characteristics and some of these um I don't know, just they're they're so ingrained in who he is that he talks about it like he's talking about something that's really not all that profound. But if you just slow it down a little bit, rewind and say, okay, I think I could use more of that or I think I could be a better person in general, not just a drummer, by implementing more of that in my own life. I think the best thing that you can do after listening to this is to maybe take a notebook and just write down a few things that stood out to you and Um, check back a week later and see if they're starting to bleed into other areas of your life besides just, you know, your drumming. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know what else to say. Uh, You guys really need to listen to this for yourself. So um, here is Mr. Aaron Spears. How cool is it to say that? (laughs) I feel like he's always introducing everybody else. I just got to introduce freaking Aaron Spears. So anyway, here he is. (laughs) Take it away. Spears, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, man. It's great to be here with you guys. Happy to have you. Uh, our paths crossed because of a French drumming magazine, and the editor was Sebastian. Is yeah. Sebastian? I say yeah. was because I haven't heard from him in years. Love I, that kid. Neither have I. Man, uh, I don't know if you remember or not, but he interviewed me for this for this French magazine he was working for. 
and I think it was called La Battery. And mm-hmm. he was like, dude, who's your, who's your influence? Who's your number one guy? And I was like, that's easy. Aaron Spears. He's like, who's that? I was like, uh, you need to, you need to look up, you need to look up this 2006 drum. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That's, that's, Usher pro- that's, probably, the, that's probably the majority of the world, bro. You, you're, you're just, <laughs> you're nice enough to actually pay attention to me. Most people are like, who? And who's that guy? Yeah. France was just a little behind in their Aaron Spears-ness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So, so not long after that, he interviewed you. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Aaron Spears, you know this guy in this really incredible metal band likes you. And you're like, oh, cool, what's his name? And he's like, Mac Griner. And you're like, who's that? <laughs> I hadn't heard I hadn't heard of you yet. No. <laughs> so so anyway, we met up at Warp Tour. I was on Warp Tour. You were definitely not. I wish you had been. I think that was um well that was almost a decade ago and you were on yeah. the road with American Idol at the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I headed over to see you. I remember I remember every second about it. Standing on the sidewalk, there you are. I was expecting this narcissistic uh cold-hearted um <laughs> intimidating really? brick wall and oh, and i wow. and i met you and i'm like wow this guy is nice to me like i get it you can be nice to usher but i'm nobody <laughs> and here you are giving me a hug and hand shit my drum tech and you know i was just amazed by that so um that was almost a decade ago and yeah so for those that are listening to this um, and are hearing about you, maybe, like um, the French editor, Sebastian, was for the first time. Shed some light on what you've been up to, um, just who you are. You know, what do you, uh, what do, you do? Uh, well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a father, I'm a husband. Uh, I'm, I'm those things probably first before anything else, you know. Um, I've also been really, really blessed and, and super duper fortunate to be able to play um, behind a lot of today's, you know, iconic musicians, you know, mm-hmm. um, people like Usher, um, Britney Spears, uh, Lady Gaga, uh, Molly Cyrus, um, you know, I did the American Idol thing for... I don't know, man. I had to be maybe six or seven years, wow. um, so I got a chance to connect with people like uh, like Carrie Underwood, and um, I mean, it's it's just there there, there there's a lot. Um, most recently, I've been able to um, to play with uh, Ariana Grande, um, so I just finished up touring with her. But uh, I'm just um, I'm just I'm I'm very thankful, man, to be able to. Uh, do what it is that I love for the last, you know, 16, 17 years or so. Mm. That's awesome. you know, it's just been, for me, it's, it's, it's been, it's been really cool for me and for my family. That's great. Hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Your family, your family's great. Um, I, I have met, I've met your wife on two occasions and, uh, you just have a really, really sweet family. Thanks, I would consider bro. you guys family and my mom, uh, talks about you guys frequently. We have a <laughs> so, sort of an inside thing where, um, 
I, I came to your wedding a day early, which we'll get to, and then you actually came to mine, and, and my mom was like, I need to get this guy that you talk about something special. He's coming up from D.C. It's like a three-hour drive. So there's this, this local chocolate factory called Wilbur Chocolates, Wilbur. and she just was like, I'm just going to get him these because I love them, and maybe he will too. <laughs> and um, sure enough, that favor landed me a spot in your living room on the bookshelf, <laughs> picture of your wife, yeah. myself, and, and you, and... Yeah, I'm fully convinced sure. it's because of the Wilbur Buds. So. Right. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a combination of the Buds, but then also, you know, it's you, Matt. You know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's both together. You know, I can't <laughs> give it all to the Wilburs. They don't deserve it all, you know, <laughs> for sure. Okay. I, I 50% of the way believe you, but thank you. That's, that's common. Uh, <laughs> so... So I'm excited to have actually a minute where I can get clarification on something. As I was thinking about this interview last night, we lined it up. Um, this has sort of been in the 11th hour for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really grateful it's actually happening now. But I, years ago, I was told that you played in a gospel band that was playing at 930 Club in D.C. sometime like maybe early 2000s. And Usher's mm-hmm. manager was there. And mm-hmm. he was so impressed with your drumming that he came up to you after the show and he asked if you wanted to play for Usher. Is that true? No, okay. <laughs> that's, not, that's that's a that's a beautiful story. I love it. There's some components some components are correct, but no, that's not exactly what happened. But but if if there's a movie, then we'll we'll take that. We'll we'll do it that way. <laughs> no, okay. What what happened was this. Uh, I the part about the band is correct. I did play with this band called the Gideon Band, which is um like I said, gospel group uh, from here. Um, the instrumentation is kind of like Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, we had horns, bass, guitar, you know, two guitar players, keyboard players, um, drums, singers. Um, so that was kind of like the vibe. You know, we were kind of like, you know, like a gospel, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Mint Condition, like that kind of band. Um, we did a recording in, in 99. That's so long ago. Holy smokes. Uh, we, it was like 2000, right around there. And uh, a friend of mine, um, Gerald Hayward, actually was listening to the recording of the band. Mm-hmm. He was listening to the recording in his hotel room while he was working with Mary J. Blige at the time. Um, also working with Mary J. Blige was Usher's musical director. Mm-hmm. And he was working on like um, like programming and stuff for, for Mary. Um, Gerald and this gentleman Valdez, they're really good friends. Valdez ended up going to Gerald's room just to hang out. But Gerald is listening to the CD. Mm. So Valdez was like, yo, what are you listening to? Who is this playing? Who is this this band? What what is this? And he explained it to him, you know, that's my friend Aaron from DC. Uh this is his band, you know. You know this 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 is their their you know their record or whatever, and Valdez was like, "Hey, do you think that he'd be interested in playing with Usher?" And they called me and asked me if I was interested, and I you know I thought it might have been a joke, you know, because just things don't happen like that normally. It's just you know there's it's it's a it's a lot more involved most of the time. Sometimes there's these huge cattle call auditions where everybody shows up and you have to play and. Then they choose, you know, who they like or, you, you know, it, it, a lot a lot of times it's, it's more involved. But the fact that they just called me straight up and was like, 
you know, are you interested? Mm. I was like, uh, yeah, like, what do I need to do? What, what, what happens next? Um, so they told me I needed to submit a videotape of myself playing some of Usher's songs. I did what they asked me to do and uh, sent them a videotape. And out of maybe 100, maybe like 100 or so tapes that came in, they selected me to be his drummer. Wow. You know, Usher's manager, um, Valdez, the musical director, and also an Usher. They selected me to be, be his drummer. And that's how it worked out. So it wasn't the 930 Club. Well, that's <laughs> so much cooler than, than my story. But <laughs> but definitely um, kind of worked out the, the same way. And, 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 and for me, man, it's that's one of those things, honestly. You know, people are like, man, how did you, how did you manage to, you know, get out there and get the attention of the people? And how did you? Yeah. And it's like it really was bigger than me. You know, yeah. I wish I could say that it's something that I did where it was like, yeah, well, I put myself out there and, you know, I played a bunch of stuff on the Internet and I showed everybody what I could do and blah, blah. Nah, it was just really, you know, the doors that, you know, that God just kind of opened up for me to be able to to do it. Yeah. Hmm. Like specifically, though, because, I mean, don't think I, I wasn't trying before. You know, I was definitely trying to to play at this level you know i, I felt like i had <clears throat> i felt like i had a you know s enough skill you know to be able to you know kind of hold things down you know drum seat wise but it never it never happened bro. Mm. like it just it wasn't the right time and it wasn't the right thing right you know? and i just feel like that was the exact you know right moment it was the exact right time and uh, it was just something that, you know, just God just kind of, he just made it happen for me. Hmm. That's incredible. I like that story better. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. 930 is pretty cool. I've been there a few times. It's, it's an awesome place. It's rocking. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you touched on something interesting there, Aaron. You talked about, you know, um, you know, playing at a professional level. Um, and we talk a lot in this mm -hmm. podcast about the difference between playing drums at home um, as a hobbyist as opposed to playing at a professional level. Um, how does that differ for you? Is it different at all for you? Um, the difference is the amount of people that I'm playing in front of, mm -hmm. you know, for me. Because mm -hmm. um, honestly, man, the, the love that I have for it is the same. You know, I... I I enjoy playing, period. So yeah. if I'm playing, you know, in my basement where it's just me, I am I'm having a ball. I'm having a great time. If I'm playing in a situation where it's it's fifty people, mm -hmm. you know, I'm still I'm having a great time. If it's five hundred, if it's five thousand, if it's fifty thousand, you know, whatever the number is, I'm I'm having a blast because I just enjoy playing. Yeah. I enjoy the music, I enjoy the vibe, I enjoy um, and I just I just like to play, you know. So that's really for me, kind of what it is, you know. The, mm -hmm. It's it's the same. The only difference is just the, the amount of people. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So we were talking earlier about Zildjian Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I man, I I can't believe that that was only a couple months ago. Um, as you said before, we went on air feels like the apocalypse happened since then. <laughs> it, it feels like the end of the world. I mean, it feels like nothing will ever be the same again. And back back then, <laughs> back then, um, 
I was I was nervous to do Zildjian Live. It was an event where there were some of the most proficient drummers, not just drummers, but musicians in uh, mm -hmm. Ghost Note. You have Spot, you have the whole crew there. And, and then uh, I was talking to Sarah at Zildjian about it in December, and she said, oh, by the way, Aaron, Aaron is going to be the MC for the event. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That took the edge off of the entire the entire event for me and I'll tell you why <coughs> I, I had gone through a difficult couple years and I had seen you intermittently during those, those two years let's just call it two years and every yeah. time I saw you even though my world felt like it was crashing down in a lot of ways every time I saw you without having to say a lot you were really uh, a sense of you brought a sense of comfort and peace mm just in your demeanor and your persona. And I, I'm mm -hmm. fully confident that's a lot of the reason that you have the level of success you have today. Of course, your drumming abilities are, you're playing at a very high level. Um, you've worked hard. Those two factors have to be there. But there's this, this X factor that you've, you've always had, which is this ability to bring peace and joy and comfort. At that event, at Zildjian Live, at the very end, I sort of word vomited. <laughs> I was, took the mic and was just like, Aaron Spears helped me. Zildjian helped me. <laughs> Drumming's always been there. And I don't know if you remember, but the band, someone was like, hey, you should say that tomorrow in the recording because that was really meaningful. So I think it's actually on the, the tape. Mm -hmm. It's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but, but honestly, I didn't mean it to be like this, this thing that was programmed to be at the end of this high-profile shoot. It's like, no, that's actually what you mean to me. And caught up in the moment, it was like, I was really nervous to do this. <laughs> This mm. was the most intimidating thing I've ever done as it pertains to drumming. So I was just curious. First of all, thank you. But second of all, I was curious. Um, what was it like hosting Zildjian Live? I know you've been, in, you've been playing at a high level for a long time. Um, you've, you've been surrounded by comp very high-profile musicians. and uh, I was just curious if you do get nervous to talk or to speak or to play drums in front of a room full of those types of people? Um, so for me, I'll say the the talking part, uh, a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit, just, just because, you know, I'm not really sure what it is that I, I need to say or uh, I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing or make sure that I'm, you know, like, for, like, for example, I was extremely embarrassed um, because, you know, Sarah that played, dude, I destroyed her last name. I called her Sarah Thayer, and her last name is pronounced Thower, you know, and I'm like, everyone, give it up for Sarah Thayer, <laughs> and, you know, she didn't say anything, you know, she just Aww. went ahead and, you know, just her sweet self just played, and, you know, and that was cool. Um, until, you know, later on, you know, the sound guys were like, uh, hey, Aaron, can we get you to do a, a re-record for us? Uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that we got Sarah's name correct. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I felt terrible. <laughs> but, you know, instances like that, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm saying the right things. I want to make sure that I am uh, – shining a light or putting attention on the things that that needed at this particular moment 
Um, so, I mean, in, in those instances, sometimes I can be a little bit nervous. But I, I try to just kind of push through and just try to remain positive and make sure that I'm just doing the best that I can do. And at the end of the day, that's really all that you can do, man. I mean, you just you do your best, and that's, that's, that's really it. Um, as far as drums, not so much. I, I'm, I'm, you know... I'm pretty comfortable as long as I'm behind the kit. I'm I'm comfortable, man. I don't have too many uh, situations where I'm like super nervous or, or scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like once the music kind of starts, then I I start to feel really, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but um, so if there are drummers listening to this, or maybe there are those that are in a different profession, um. Or they have they have a big speech due next week, or there's just this fear that's sort of lingering. It's a constant topic that comes up in Holy Ghost notes: this fear, anxiety, stress. How are we dealing with those uh, those elements? What would you say to someone who is struggling with this idea of I'm really intimidated by this situation that is upcoming? What can I do to prepare myself for this? Because as a a musician, you're constantly having to prepare yourself for an event or a concert that is upcoming and their lofty expectations for you uh so uh, the the thing is this man uh, you really have to um first thing you got to do is just you got to trust yourself you know the fact that you are you know coming to this particular juncture you know coming to this particular point um, you got to trust that what you've prepared, how you've prepared, and the things that you've done to get yourself to this point are going to be able to carry you through. That's the first thing. Hmm. Um, and then I feel like the next thing is just important. You know, if, if it gets to a point where you feel like that's not enough, then you 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 gotta you you gotta go strong. You gotta go you gotta go harder. You gotta bring in the big guns, and you gotta you gotta trust you gotta trust God. You know yeah. you have to trust that He's not gonna fail you, and that He'll bring you to this point, not to send you down in flames, but mm. to actually help push you through it. Mm. You know, I mean mm. that's for me. I just kind of feel like that helps to bring calm to to the situation. Yeah, Hmm. because a lot of times, man, you know, we get so caught up in, you know, know, what we can't do or what we're not able to do or or this is we can't we can't allow we can't allow those things to stress us Hmm. to the point where we don't perform the way that we're supposed to or move the way we're supposed to, you know, Hmm. I will say I was talking to Tim about this. We had Ash Stone on the show. What was that, Tim? A couple months ago? That was in January, I think, before uh, (laughs) before this uh, pandemic and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so uh, so we asked Ash actually. uh, We said we were talking about the same thing, Zildjian Live, and he's like, he he knows Ash. He's like mega, you know. Yeah. That was mega. He said. (laughs) He goes. He goes. He goes. I was so intimidated for that. I got up there and oh my gosh, I was I was so nervous. I go, dude, it feels really good to know that because you also have played for high profile musicians oh like Adele man. and he's played for so everybody. Many. Mm-hmm. So many. And uh, I was like, that 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 feels good. So it, it was a sense of 
you know, if misery loves company, then uh, then nervousness also loves <laughs> community. <laughs> it's like I, I was pretty happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it can, it can be it can be it can be stressful for yeah. sure. Like that that particular environment is uh, is crazy because not only you know do you have the people that that are you know support you. You know, you have your your Zildjian family that's that's there to, to support you and make sure that you have all the things that you need. And they chose you for this opportunity. And there's like, eh, you know, a couple thousand people on the roster that they could choose from. You're one of the eight or seven or however many it is. Uh, so you feel pressure there. But then you also feel the pressure because everything that's kind of going into this production. You know, you've got the cameras, you got the lights, you got the engineer, you know, you've got the techs, you've got, you know, also the the other artists that are also performing, you mm -hmm. know, the band, you know, it's just all of these things that are factors that it's like, oh man, this is a lot. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot happening. Yeah, so yeah. it's easy to crumble under the, it's easy to crumble under the pressure. You definitely can feel it, you know, because it's, it's, it's a lot happening. But um, like I said, you, you just have to be, be confident in, in who you are, you know, and know that, you know, everything is going, it's going to pull together. Got to, mm -hmm. got to stay positive. You know? Yeah. It's great. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. We've, All so right. we've kind of, we've kind of hit like two different, um, spectrums of your career here. You know, we've hit on the, uh, the touring at a high level with artists like mm -hmm. Ariana and Usher. Um, and then we've also hit on the, the Zildjian events and the drum clinics. How would you how would you compare the two? Do are they different as you know playing at home is to touring, or is it uh, kind of all the same amount of pressure? How do you handle the two different you aspects know, there? I would say for me the um, the clinics like the drum clinics and Zildjian Live and those things like that. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> to me, those things are actually less pressure for me mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it's less pressure just because the people that are coming there you know they're specifically coming to see me um, they're specifically coming to hear what it is that I have to say um, you know they have questions about you know my career or, or uh, my playing and for me that's just easier for me to be able to um, you know, just to be able to share, mm. you know, that's that part is to me is is it's easier mm -hmm. um, playing with the artists. It's it's a little bit more pressure just because, you know, of course, you know, they want you there. Um, you know, you're, you're there for a reason, but it's like, man, you have to really kind of make sure that you are giving them what it is that they're looking for. You got to make sure that you're giving um, the band what it is that they need in order to be successful um, you know so the the pressure just kind of comes comes into play that way mm -hmm. you know um, like I said, the, the two are, are, are so different and to me is it's the clinics and things are, are easier even though it's it's more work because you know I'm the person that's kind of like you know working everything out you know making sure that you know, my drums are this and making sure that, you know, I have this amount of stands or yeah. 
these heads and, you know, whatever the, my rider is, you know, making sure that I, I submit that. Um, but once everything comes together, it's, it's easy. You know, on a, the tour, everything is already worked out for you. They have everything, you know, already in motion. Everything is in play. Mm-hmm. But the expectation to support, um, you know, the artists is, is, is sometimes it's, it's kind of high. Yeah. So I, I will say Dude. I feel more pressure there. As the drummer, I, you're the I backbone. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I ever told you this, but I had no idea what a drum rider was when I first got the request for one for Zildjian. Yeah. They wanted uh-huh. me to do the tour in South America and uh, Southeast uh-huh. Asia, and I was like, uh, <laughs> does this mean like I can ask for water or Red Bull and a pair of yeah. socks or something? Oh, like, absolutely. Okay, I know that's Dude. the case with my band, but. It's yeah. just me. Yep. So I was like, um, uh-huh. I need I need an example writer. So somehow I acquired yours. And <laughs> I went over I went over it. I, I imported it in Microsoft Word and I just like took off certain things, you know. Okay, I, I don't think I need that. I definitely need some more of this though. So oh <laughs> yeah. Take, oh yeah. You know, um that's that's that was something that, you know, you just not really taught or know how to make custom to your own needs until you're mm-hmm. in that position and mm-hmm. you're Absolutely. you're 100 right with clinics there's this there's this um ease of knowing that people are coming to see you and you're sort of in control of all of that what oh, i really yeah. respect about you um and there's other dudes like rashid um several other guys who are so focused on what the band needs that's that's mm-hmm. not something you hear a lot about in metal that's not something you hear a lot about yeah. And my experience with other drummers, just in my own life, I don't hear mm-hmm. them talking about being concerned about what the band needs. I hear yeah. them thinking about, okay, well, here's here's what I need. Um, so I think it's a really important outlook. And if you're listening to this, and you're a drummer who's who's wondering what can you do to um, be more of a musical drummer, be a band's drummer, not just a solo drummer, just take that in, let that sink in a little bit. Mm-hmm. What what is being talked about is what can you contribute to the band? Where is your head at before the show? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, a very important and often unstated fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I, I was talking to Joanna, my sister this week, and I was saying that mm-hmm. we're talking about having you on the show. And, and every time I talk to Joanna, we bring up one simple spectacular memory. <laughs> there was, yeah. there was a wedding that um, we were invited to, I was invited to, and at the time I was not dating anyone and I was allowed to invite a date. And so I called Joanna and I said, hey, do you want to go to the drummer for Usher's wedding? And her response was, huh? (laughs) 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 Yeah, sure. So we hopped in my car and we drove, I don't know, it was like three hours south. And um, we're like Mm -hmm. really excited for this. I I have this, I have the you know, the wedding presents, I have the gifts and I had sort of a gag gift in there. I had a brick of my signature sticks. Yeah. sort of like, yeah. Oh, this is really dumb. Your wife's going to be mad at me for this, but hopefully it's funny enough that she's not eternally mad. And, no, um, I, she, and she actually said, she actually told me to tell you, Hey, Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tara said, hi. So, so we got there and we drive in to the parking lot, you know, and it's, it's empty. Like yeah. I didn't see a car. And so I'm like, yeah. oh, we must have the wrong address. We looked at the address. No, this is the right address. Huh. 
All right. Uh, let's go for coffee. So we drove, found a Starbucks, got some coffee. Maybe we're just yeah. early, really yeah. early. Came back, drove around the building, saw like maybe a couple cars. And so we walked in and I see a woman sitting behind a counter. This is a church setting. So it was like a receptionist. Maybe I said, hey, I'm I'm here for a wedding. And she said, you are. And I said, yeah, my friend Aaron Spears is getting married uh, today. And, and uh, we're just wondering if we have the wrong location. She said, you have the correct location. You have the incorrect date. <laughs> <laughs> and Joanna and I yeah. looked at each other. We're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> When's the wedding? And she's like, it's tomorrow. <laughs> and we're like, what's happening tonight? And she goes, the rehearsal. Yeah. And, and, and at about at that point, you walked in. You're like, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could do, what are you what are you doing here? Oh, you must be you excited to be at my wedding, man. The whole day. Like a whole day early. I mean, you, you don't have to you don't have to camp out for this one. get in line right so joanna and i were like well we have something tomorrow you're like oh man you can't come back and we're like no and yeah like well why don't you just stay for the rehearsal i mean you drove all the way here just just sit back relax you know get to see some of my friends and family so joanna and i went we sat in the back yeah and we start to hear names Mm -hmm. i think some of the names were jamal moore where are Mm -hmm. you and i looked at joanna she looked at me i'm like oh Gosh, Jamal Moore's here? <laughs> and then the next day it was like Gerald Hayward. I'm like, holy Gerald <laughs> Hayward's here. Like Joanna's like, do you think Usher's here? I'm like, I don't know, but I could care less compared to the two guys they yeah, just mentioned. Yeah. She's like, who are they? Why do they matter? Okay. So um it was just such a terrific memory, and it's just it's testament to the fact that sometimes things don't work out the way you want them to work out. But if I showed up on the right day, we got everything right. I'm sure I would have enjoyed it, but I wouldn't probably have remembered it as much as I do because Mm. things just didn't go as planned. Mm. Yeah. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. What, what is it like for you? I'm sure you didn't plan to um, face a year like this i'm sure that mm-hmm. you were I, I i can't imagine that any of us expected to just like have the music industry shut down and have to support our families and find ways to have a conversation about how to do better as a community and as a country mm-hmm. um what what has it been like for you uh, to be in a situation like this and what do you think we can learn from this how do you think we can do better well i mean i think the one thing that we're doing now um, that I don't ever remember us doing is, you know, the dialogues that we're having, the conversations that we're having with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, this pandemic has definitely kind of shut the, the world down to the point where everything is kind of like on pause, it feels like, you know. And during this pause, um, you know, there's unique conversations that are happening. Um, there are unique relationships that are forming. Um, you know, there's light that are being, uh, lights that's being shed on different situations that, you know, may have somewhat had attention before, but like, I feel like now it's, it's highlighted in such a way that it's just, it's undeniable. Like you're not able to just kind of look away and carry on with your life because 
we're we're on pause right now. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing happening. There's there's nothing else going on. And so even though this this has not been the most ideal situation, um, I do feel like um, you know because of what's happening, what's going on, that we are going to end up coming out of this a lot better. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are looking to you for how to do that in a way that is civil how how do you manage time like this in a way that you're not being um mean you're not being cruel you're not being hateful on social media you're just being this advocate for for peace and steadfastness and i've 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 always noticed that about you i think Mm. there are a lot of uh young drummers who look up to you in that way you're not gloating you're not uh showing the world that it's all about you you're not trying to make this you know um, angry statement you're just saying look you know we can learn from this we can be better we can do better and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that about your perspective so thank you uh, for sure I mean I, I just I just think that it's, it's important man to um, to move and, and operate in, in love you know what I'm saying like I feel like it's, it's important to do that as opposed to um, you know with, with ill intentions you know, it, it's it's crazy how you can tell a person, um, you can give a person, you know, direction on which way to go. Um, you know, two ways: either you can you can yell it at them, you can scream, or you can gently or politely explain to them. You know, so that way they get it. And even if they don't get it the first time. You know, which, you know, if depending on the type of person you are, you may say, I've been telling you, you know, you you can, you know, you can go into that into that tone Mm -hmm. or you can say to them, look, I noticed the things that you did right in this situation, but you you need to double back and kind of take this approach. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I just always feel like it's best to to you get the best results that way. Hmm. Like you get more bees with honey than you do with hmm. vinegar. Yeah. And I just feel like for me, it's always important to, I want to be able to get my point across so that you understand, you understand me, you understand where I'm coming from. But at the same time, I don't want my view to be one that is imposed on you with anger, mm-hmm. you know, or with rage or that's just not the vibe for me. Now I have a lot of friends, you know, that they see things differently. You know, it's 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 funny. I have some friends that's like, you know, they say things like, "Man, you always on your on your Martin Luther King vibe, where you you, you always trying to talk to people all nice." You know, sometimes you 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 don't have to be nice. Sometimes you gotta. I'm like, man, nah, that's 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 not me. That's not me because I feel like I can still say the things that need to be said, I can still express the things that need to be expressed um, my way. And the point will come, it'll come across. It'll it'll be what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just always been uh, my posture, always been my stance. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm staying consistent with uh, the person that I am, you know? Yeah. It's important. That's great. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, that's very good. Um, so I guess to kind of continue from that thought, uh, you know, you've you've 
mentioned God uh, a few times already today. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm curious to know, you know, how important is is faith to you? Um, and, and how does it work its way into uh, your, your everyday life? Man, it's not important at all, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just an afterthought. <laughs> oh man, it's it's uh for me it's it's the found it's the foundation. You know, I'm mm. thankful for my parents for um, you know, sharing God with me early. Um, you know, I grew up in you know a Christian home. Um, I went to a private school where you know Christian faith um, to help just to you know, further strengthen the foundation my parents gave me, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so for myself, man, I know that, that God is very real and I really believe with all my heart that, you know, I wouldn't be in the places that I am or doing the things that I'm doing if it wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, that's a very real thing to me, especially because I know that there's so many, um, incredible musicians out there, you know, so many. And, you know, some I feel are, are just as good as I am. Some I feel are even better than I am. Mm. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, they don't have the same platforms that I have. You know, they haven't been in the same places that I've been. Um, and I feel like the only reason for that is because, you know, God has specifically, you know, cleared out a path, you know, for me. Yeah. Um, so he's he's very, very much, you know, God is very, very much... Um, just a part of my everyday, you know, part of my life. And it's just, it's important. You know, he's important. Yeah. You know? yeah. I was, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about advice you have for young drummers. And I thought about this question because I want to ask you, because it's a question I get a lot and I, mm-hmm. I never really know how to answer it. And I'm like, I wonder how Aaron would answer it. But then I started, I started to think about it and it's like, well, I kind of already know what advice young drummers should notice um, as a result of your actions. You don't really need to say what, mm-hmm. what people should notice or what people should, should, uh, should take advice on. And, mm-hmm. um, and here's, here's what I mean. So I, I have this mental picture of you. Okay, you're sitting in a room. There is a young drummer playing in front. He's a beginner. He or she is uh-huh. a beginner. Room full of people, a couple hundred people. You're in the back, back seat, sitting down. The drummer's playing, working through their parts, struggling a little bit, really, really nervous, like first time playing in front of a crowd, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's sort of that feeling in the room like, oh, man, like I, I feel, I feel kind of bad for this person. Like I, I, I wish that they felt more confident about their playing. They're doing a great job. They're, they're, they're trying to hold it all together. They're doing the best they can. And they're really just disappointed in themselves. Okay. You know what I mean by that? Like there's, there, yeah. there's that sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So that he or she stops playing, they get to the end and it's silence. Mm-hmm. You stand up first person stand up. You, you stand <laughs> up to your feet and you hear this. And then another person stands up and then someone else stands up. And before you know it, the whole room's standing up. And this person, similarly to how to an experience we had, which I, I won't mention, but how you wanted to stop our rehearsal and walk over and see a friend of mine playing drums, similarly to how he was slumped over, sort of this mm-hmm. defeated look, right? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. This drummer's defeated, and all of a sudden you see he or she start to sit up, big smile, and they're like, yes, Mm -hmm. I did it, you know? The room is standing to their feet, full-blown excitement, celebrating this person Mm -hmm. who deserves to be celebrated. You never mention who you are. You go up, shake he or she's hand, great job, that was excellent, I'm really proud of you, and you walk away. Mm If that person didn't know who you were as the drummer for all of these acts, everything that you have, just you could just flip notebook pages. I've done this, 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 and this. It doesn't matter. That day, that moment, it's all about that drummer. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the advice that I don't think that you would give someone else because maybe you don't notice it in yourself or maybe it's, it's hard to articulate something that is so profound about yourself to other people. So mm-hmm. I just answered it for you because I feel like that's in my observation what drummer what drummers and even Mm -hmm. outside of that jurisdiction people need to notice in somebody else if you can accomplish that in your life think about the trickle-down effect think about how many people you could affect with that put away all the the accolades playing drums Mm -hmm. for this band and this band and playing double bass at this speed and you know six-stroke roll left-hand lead like cool no problem do it practice it Mm -hmm. get good at Mm -hmm. it but if mm-hmm. you don't have this X factor out here that I was talking about, I think everything else is just sort of disrupted. And yeah. you, you've never left quite the legacy that you could have. And I just mm-hmm. want you as a listener um, to let that sink in a little bit because that's, that's the kind of person that, you know, I think we all can aspire to be. And if you've met that mark, you'll have someone probably saying it about you it'll probably less likely be something you're saying about yourself because yeah. it's, it's a mark of humility. So thank mm-hmm. you for, for being that. And it's kind of strange that I wanted to ask you a question, but I felt like I should <laughs> answer it for you. <laughs> but it's, it's the only time I've ever yeah, done that. Yeah, but I, have, I have a question. You know what? I have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Matt, for that great answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just how it goes. Sometimes you just, I, nice, sometimes nice. you have the question and the answer all in the same. Notion. Nice. Nice. I am still curious about what advice he would have though. <laughs> Do you have any additional <laughs> advice <laughs> for well, aspiring drummers listening to this podcast? <laughs> well, for, for the first thing is, is this, um, Man, I, I I would sit in the back, like he said, definitely, and I would stand up and I would boo, I would boo the mess out. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're the first one Uh-oh. to boo. <laughs> no, Taking notes, Aaron. Uh, Taking notes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, 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 I would I would say this. I feel like our 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 kids, you know, now, man, they pay so much attention to um, the things that they see online. Hmm. Mm. Sorry, late night. Um, they they pay so much attention to the things that they see online. You know, they see uh, YouTube videos of you know musicians playing and you know killing and Instagram posts where people are just you know just killing and you know Facebook and you know wherever you know people are posting. They they see these things and they look at them and they begin to put extreme amounts of pressure on themselves because they don't play like this person 
or they, you know, can't imagine how um, to get to this level that this person is at. You know, they see it and it's just unbelievable, uh, but they don't take into consideration how many takes it took for this person to post this one video, mm-hmm. you know, that lasts for a minute. You know, how many times did they go through or what kind of editing did they do or, uh, you know, before they turn the camera on how, you know, they don't they Mm -hmm. don't take those things in consideration. They see the finished product and they say, oh, I've got to measure myself against this because this is what I see and this is where I should be. And that's not the Mm -hmm. case. You know, everybody has their own journey. You know, we all have a destination that we're all trying to get to. But everybody's journey to get to that particular destination is different. So you have to really love your journey. You have to really love the process. You really have to, um, you know, love yourself and not put too much pressure on yourself based on the things that you see around you. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't be aware. Be aware and see what's happening, what's going on and understand what it is. But don't let those things that you see dictate what it is that you do or don't mm-hmm. let them be so heavy that it it puts you in a weird place for you to be able to really have fun and enjoy your own journey where you're going i think that's a, that's really important yeah that's i couldn't really agree good. more that's great thanks so to wrap this thing up um i know that you have been working on a website uh, do you want to tell us yeah. anything about that and, and uh, what you would like any, um, you know, any listeners, drummers in particular, to, to know about you and what you're up to? Man, check out AaronSpears.com. Uh, I've got some content on there. You know, I'm, I'm, oh, man, my phone is ringing. Holy smokes. I'll call you right back. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Take the call. Uh, yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'll hit, I'll hit you right back. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh my. Just uh, Usher. Just Usher. Colin. Podcast more important. So, uh, yeah. So, so AaronSpears.com. Like I said, just got the site up. Um, it's just a, a cool place for me to be able to interact with so many people that have been supportive of my career my entire life. Um, also have you know some links there to. Uh, YouTube clips and, you know, things that I'm, I'm kind of working on now um, to kind of post, just to kind of share. Um, you know, my bio is there. I um, also have some links there to some cool merch stuff. Um, nice. But I, I'm, I'm still working and building it. You know, I've been talking with Matt about working on um, creating more educational content to be able to help with people who, you know, want to do what it is that I do. Um I want to be able to to help them want to be able to share with them so i'm working on that stuff now and uh man I, it's it's just becoming like its own kind of cool little community you know that's awesome um so check it out when you get a chance uh, like i said aaronspirits.com um you know you can definitely hit me up there you can shoot me an email or whatever and how you want to contact me is, is all the information is there also information on all my socials is there um you know just just hit me reach out <laughs> nice. Cool. So follow Aaron on Instagram yeah. if you don't already at Aaron Spears and uh, check out his website, AaronSpears.com. Hopefully here in the short term future, we'll have some some educational aspects of the website up so that you can learn 
from him. Yeah. If you haven't checked out his drumming, go on YouTube. Is there is there a particular video that you would direct people to if they haven't seen what you've been seen what you've been up to? If you don't have uh, one, I have one. <laughs> Tim has one. That's here, Tim. <laughs> Guys, you, you gotta got to? go search "Caught Up Aaron Spears" on there YouTube. It is. You will watch it probably ten times at least. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, before seven a.m. <laughs> before. <laughs> nice, nice. Sorry, Aaron. It. Go for it. <laughs> nah, I appreciate it. Uh, "Caught Up" is definitely that's a, a good one. I, I, the Zildjian Live one is is a really fun one for me. Mm. Um, that one's really cool. Uh, I don't know. There's there's tons of stuff out there, man. It, it's crazy because there's so many, you know. I've just been really fortunate to be able to do a lot of different things, and it seems like a lot of those moments, man, people are there with their phones to capture, you know, and post. So um, you type my name in YouTube, you know, you see something cool, and you know, I, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Man, so much fun. Yeah, the man. So much fun. Good to have you on here. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, My absolute pleasure, man. Thank you both for having me. And, uh, man, we'll be in touch for sure. Yeah, definitely. AaronSpears.com, at Aaron Spears on Instagram. Please follow him. Send him a message. Give him some love after you watch one of his videos. We will not have to force your hand in that. They are. It is just awesome to watch what he's been up to. So yeah. check it out. Check it out. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Peace. Well, that was something else. <laughs> Aaron Spears, everybody. <laughs> Mic drop. I yeah, I uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Um, Aaron is such like uh, it's it's funny. We've had so many guests on the show at this point, um, and they're all so different. Um, and I think that's like sometimes the biggest takeaway that I have after interviewing somebody is just like, wow, he's completely different than everyone else we've interviewed. You know, how, yeah. like, how are they all so different? They're drummers. Most of them have faith of some sort, you know, but they're all so different, like such different people, such different players. Uh, and I think if that doesn't scream at us, like, Everyone has something special, and you should really uh, take hold of who you are as a drummer or as a person. I don't know what else does, because that's what's blaring in my face. That's what's, <laughs> despite all the good advice that we've gotten over every single uh, episode uh, over and over and over again, um, the thing that still sticks out to me the most is just how different everybody is and how successful they each are in their own way for who they are. And nothing else. It's crazy. Yeah, that's exactly right. Aaron is unlike all the other guests, and uh, everyone has something 
different to say. Mm-hmm. I like how you phrased that though. It's it's um it's not just that everybody's different as as people. They're all different players as well, different drummers. And like Aaron said, his advice for young people, for young drummers was try not to be intimidated and overwhelmed with the idea of having to be like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Don't let the pressure knock you out of the game completely. Let it let it make you better, but just try not to focus too much on other people and other styles and other drummers. You have to, as he said, enjoy the journey. You really do. I mean, it's 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 hard to say that and actually believe it for yourself, but think about it. We're all in life together, living life together, headed in a certain direction. And you're actually in control of certain certain aspects of that journey. One thing you're in control of is like, how are you going to approach goals in your life? Are you going to see life as, as one big competition where you're trying to outdo others? Are you going to look at it as you becoming just a little bit better every single day. You'll have setbacks, you'll have you'll jump ahead one day and you'll fall you know fall behind the next, but it's all just a part of you heading in a in a certain on a certain trajectory. Yeah. And I really like how he talked about that. I think it's it's really helpful even for for someone like me who's been doing it a long time, it's easy to compare yourself to right. other drummers. Yeah. And it, it it sucks the life out of you sucks the joy out of you doesn't really do anything good Mm. um for you in regards to like working towards that goal it only deflates you Mm -hmm. so um take that to heart and man just so cool to hear from someone like aaron who's accomplished so much and Mm -hmm. has has done so much for so many people yeah that's true uh in regards to what you just said, I, I think one of the best quotes I've heard is actually a quote from Mark Twain, and he says, "Comparison is the death of joy." Uh, that is such a true statement, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why compare yourself to someone when you could be the person that? Well, you don't. We don't want people to compare. <laughs> to anyone but you could be yeah. the person that someone's comparing themselves to you know yeah, that's right um so if you think about it that way yeah that's true i like that a lot you are going to lose what you have the joy in having what you already the space in which you occupy if you're always comparing yourself to someone else and what they're doing with their life or where they are and that's that's so true in, in every way relationships mm-hmm. um talent yeah what kind of job you have, where you live, who your family is. I mean, just look at that. Yeah. Every it's not drum single specific. avenue. <laughs> it's, yeah. Most of what we talk about seems to start with drumming and sort of trickle out into everything else. Mm-hmm. So For I sure. really appreciated this episode with Aaron because I, f- I felt like that was the, the case about, you know, in regards to most things he talked about. So yeah. thank you, Aaron, for coming on. Thank you, yeah, thank you so much if you're listening to this and um, and you've been following along for a while. Thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. Um, and most specifically to the inner circle for yeah. um, standing by us for, for so long. Yeah. yeah, you guys are awesome. In fact, I have a couple shout-outs real quick uh, to our new inner circle members. We have uh, Jacob Huckleberry and Tom Whirleman. Uh, so thank you guys for, for joining on. Welcome to the family. 
and uh, looking forward to, to getting to know you both a little bit more. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your support to, to everybody who has been uh, riding along with us since day one. Uh, it's been yep. it's been awesome getting to know you all, and we just had a really awesome hangout the other night um, that we were talking about. It's uh, yeah, it's just so cool to see the community building uh, underneath mm-hmm. uh, the name of Holy Ghost Notes. Uh, of all things, <laughs> what a name! Uh, but if you're interested in learning more, uh, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/HolyGhostNotes. Uh, we've got uh, some cool tiers of uh, incentives on there. Um, so, in addition to supporting the podcast and what we're doing here and keeping us going, uh, you also receive some cool stuff. In fact. Uh, the top two tiers, uh, the triplet and the ghost note tiers, give you immediate access to mattgrinderlessons.com, which we talked about at the beginning of the episode, um, where you can get some lessons from Matt and attend some drummer hangouts there and see some cool playthroughs and breakdowns of ABR songs. So, uh, yeah, check that out if you're interested. Other than that, um, these grooves of the weeks <laughs> have been... Incredibles. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so make sure you're using the hashtag Groove of the Week and hashtag Holy Ghost Notes on your drum videos so that we see them and uh, we'll be posting one every week. Um, and if ones you have any questions, every weeks. ones every weeks. If you have any uh, questions, comments, concerns, as per usual, you can reach us, Matt and Tim, at theholyghostnotes.com or. Uh, Love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook at Holy Ghost Notes. Um, yeah, another uh, another good episode for the books. Another good episode. Thank you, Aaron Spears. Thank you for listening. Yes, and we'll talk to you soon. We will. We will indeed.